Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Well, let's, let's get this started, Jojo. How about that? Let's, let's, let's get it going. Get it rolling. Let's do it. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, and with me today, live, is the fantastic JoJo. Hello, JoJo. How do you do? Well, the do is doing. <laughs> you know, after the kind of day we've had, after the kind of difficulties we've had to get started, we are here. We're finally here, and we're live on YouTube and on Facebook. So I would love if you all would, you know, give us a shout. Let us know if you're following through and uh, we'll we'll say, hey, how you doing and everything. (laughs) Well, today we are discussing the Golden Globes. That was last night. And uh, that was, we're going to, we're going to be talking about that a bit. But we're going to mainly go over the winners based on what we predicted and what is the the real deal, isn't it? So without further ado, Jojo, would you like uh, to go on here? Sure. Which, where would you like to start? And I, I... Okay, so, so we are going to start with Best Actor in a Supporting Role. So, Best Actor in a Supporting Role was nominated were Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto, The Little Things, Bill Murray, On the Rocks, and Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. And the winner was Daniel Kaluuya. So, Jojo, we talked about this, right? <laughs> when we did our prediction show, we, we, I think we got this one right, didn't we? Yeah, I, I, I think we did. Uh, I don't think we, well, the, the whole show itself was, uh, was interesting. But, yeah, I think, we, I think we actually got this one right. I apologize for my dogs in the background. They have all lost their mind. So, I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, Jojo? <laughs> Frankie's angry about something, which I, I really don't. I don't know. All right, Frankie, settle down, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so Judas and the Black Messiah won, and uh, well, actually, Daniel Kaluuya won, and I think that was the only thing for the night. I, I don't know that it was nominated for anything else, was it? Not, not that I can remember. I, I don't, I don't believe so. Um, and uh, so, I'm glad that. That we got a win for it when we got it. What do you think of the little uh, technical difficulty that was that happened there? Oh, that was that was wild. Like I, 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 I mean, obviously we know technical difficulties happen, <laughs> right? But I, I just feel like something as as such should have as much money behind it as the Golden Globes. Uh, shouldn't that shouldn't have have happened? So I thought that was a little bit, a little bit. Not not cool. Yeah, that was that was weird. And because like they 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 were trying to I don't know if it was the embarrassment or whatever, but like they were like, Okay, so he can't talk, so let's move on. And dude is like, Yo, I got things to say, man. <laughs> you know, fix your stuff and and, and let me talk, <laughs> you know, but we're not gonna do this, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought that was odd too. Like, oh, let's let's just move on. It was like, wait, no, he he won. He he gets the right to to start talking. I mean, you can say we'll come back to you in a couple of minutes when we get our crap figured out. But to just be like, yeah, never mind, goodbye. Yeah, yeah it's one thing. It's one thing for an actor or an awarded person to not show up, and you say, okay, I'm going to accept this on their behalf. Uh, but if the person is there, and the only problem 
is that your shit is not working. <laughs> so that's not the person's uh, fault. And, you know, you, you should you should get on with it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. All right. So then we have next best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. That's a long, long ass title. That is a long title. What the hell, man? (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about here? (laughs) So what do you think of this one? What, What do you have? I think I have a different list than you again, so I don't have it next. So uh, if you'll go ahead and... uh... Okay, so let's see. I have the nominees were John Boyega for Small Axe, Brendan Gleeson for the the Comey Rule, Dan Levy for Schitt's Creek, Jim Parsons for Hollywood, and Donald Sutherland for The Undoing. And the winner here was John Boyega. I was kind of surprised with that one. I'm not going to lie. I was I was a bit surprised about this one because I still feel like Small Axe didn't make the splash that I was expecting it to make as an anthology movie. And the, like all five movies were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But. I still, I still didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. I still didn't feel like people were into them like that. And I frankly thought, okay, John Boyega won, but I'm sure a lot of people are asking themselves, what the hell was that all about again? You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if they have any questions, they can go to our podcast where we, do, where, where we, discuss, we discuss small acts, or actually you discuss it because I, yeah. I, I had to dip that week. But... I'm happy that he won because I really enjoyed his performance in, in that. I it was one of my favorite of, of all of the the anthology. So um, so I, I I was excited that he won. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think award shows are a perfect fit for virtual anything. I I think I think I I personally miss the pageantry in all that good stuff. What do you say, Jojo? Yeah, I, I agree. It just kind of feels like, um, I don't know, like a, a big Zoom call with family or something where, where everybody's kind of wandering off and doing their own thing or whatever. You know, I don't know. I mean, some things about it were kind of neat. You know, when, when Mark Ruffalo um, won, which we're getting ahead a little bit, but, you know, with his family interaction, that was kind of cool to see. But at the same time, you know, I, I missed seeing the the theater and seeing everybody all dressed up and you know all the all the excitement and the pregame show and that kind of thing and and the the thing is the golden globes are known to be you know the fun ones right the right. fun show like the the drink and she you know like anybody who has a drinking problem you can tell on the night of the golden globes and i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> You fucking alcoholics, <laughs> you know. You, you see them like sipping on water and shit, you know, because they, they don't want to follow the follow the wagon and shit. I, you know, that's what I miss. And so the whole I'm 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 just sitting here waiting for you. And then they put all of these nominees on the on the screen, and I feel like once the person who won. One and and they're doing the little speech and shit. You can get rid of the rest of them, because you know what I mean. Because like there was one, and we'll talk about this later. But there was one where uh, Steve McQueen was nominated and somebody else won, and you could see that he wasn't amused. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I know, like, like with the with the Oscars, like with, with the way the Oscars used to be done. You know, they would have the camera shots on everybody. You know, everybody was had their own little window, and they had the, yeah. the shot of everybody. And then, as soon as somebody won, it was like you would get a, maybe a second of reaction from everybody else, and then it would go right to the yeah. They'd cut right to the winner, which I I think is kind of like maybe a nicer thing to do to everybody else because you know how Hollywood's all about image, and if you don't look like you're happy for everybody, then then you know. Uh, there's the fake clap too you know like the like i know you were expecting to win this shit and now you'd be like 
<laughs> yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, don't do that. Yeah. You you don't want to be overly enthusiastic either, because yeah. it, it's not like you didn't want to win it and shit. You're like, <laughs> come on, let's let's. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. So, um, we have best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy. You, you, the nominees were Lily Collins, Emily in Paris. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Kali Cuoco, The Flight Attendant. By the way, I almost started watching The Flight Attendant this week. It's, it's one of those I wanted to watch because it, it looks good, and then it just kind of fell off my radar, and then now, yeah. now I'm like, I spent too long. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll get to it. Like, it's one of those things. Like, if you don't get to it very immediately, yeah, you just keep like pass on, passing, passing on, and it, you know. And I almost started. Like, I was about to hit, and then I found something that was that called my attention more. And so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna watch this, and then I'll, I'll come back to Cali Cuoco." So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and the winner here was Catherine O'Hara, but I, I think she won the same last year, wasn't it? D didn't she win this one too? I know she won something last year. I don't remember if it was the Golden Globes or the Emmys, but I do know that she she won something last year. And I, uh, I don't know. I was, it's, I, I mean, I love Catherine O'Hara. I really do. I just am, con I am, Schitt's Creek winning so many things is sort of confusing to me. I'm kind of done with them though. Like I'm not, I'm not hating. By the way, yeah. <laughs> it's not hating. I'm just saying I'm done with them in that. Like Jesus, enough already. <laughs> you know. Like the series is over, right? So let's let's move on next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, Let, let's let's not do that anymore. You know what I mean? Do you have anything? Uh, it doesn't matter the order really. Let's see. So the, the list I called up is actually from the New York Times, and it doesn't have the nominees. Uh, uh -huh. I just got the winners. So, so okay. Let's do best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television. I'm going to give you the nominees, and then we can, you can do the winners, right? Okay. So we got Brian Cranston, uh, your owner, Jeff Daniels, the Comey Rule, Hugh Grant, the Undoing, Ethan Hawke, The Good Lord Bird, and Mark Ruffalo. I know this much is true. And that was that was won by Mark Ruffalo. Right. So let's talk about this. How is it that a show that, for me, to my knowledge, like I never heard anybody saying, "Hey, Graham, you ha you gotta watch this one." Like, no one. And because we have this podcast, you know how, like, comedians always complain that whenever they see a family member, they always like, hey, I got a good joke for you. Put it on your act. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, and so because people know that we do this podcast, most people see me and they'll be like, hey, Graham, you got to watch this. You got to do a show about it and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, sometimes like, we end up, Talking about it. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, but but that's the thing. Like, I don't know anybody who was excited, who was excited and wanted to talk about, I know this much is true. So what the hell? I actually didn't even know it existed until he was nominated. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. So I, I, it was never in any of my recommendation lists or, you know, I never heard anybody talk about it. Or anything. I never heard any buzz or read any buzz. So I, I, I don't know. I remember when we talked about this, uh, with his nomination, we kind of facetiously said he should win because we did know he was playing twins <laughs> and he was playing two parts. So he's doing double the work. So maybe that paid off for him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the other thing is that he had, he had a very good speech and he's a, he's a solid guy uh, Mark yeah. Ruffalo I like him yeah you know. I do too he's he's like a, a decent a decent dude a good dude yeah yeah I, I I was happy for him I just don't know what the hell the the 
It, was it a series or a movie? It's uh, a series. I think it was a short series, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, short yeah. series, yeah. I think. No, yeah. A limited series or motion picture made for television. All right. Well, all right. So we should move on to best screenplay uh, for a motion picture. And you've got nominees are Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman, Jack Fincher, Mank or Mank, Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Florian Zeller, Christopher Hampton, The Father, and Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. The winner for this one. We kind of got it right from the very beginning. We thought yeah. that screenplay that there was no one was going to take that one away from 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 Aaron Sorkin. No, no, really. I think we were sort of hoping that somebody might, but also not that there was anything wrong with the Chicago Seven or anything, but just because it would be nice to have some new new people win some things. But I guess, as they say, it is an honor to be nominated. So, um, but yeah, it, nobody took it away from him and, uh, and deservedly it was, it was a great movie. Do you know, I actually got interested just by the little bit that I saw on that movie, The Father. I want to see that. Yeah, I've, it does look very, very interesting. I agree. I agree. The, I, uh, I, I, Maybe that's something we should talk about next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Olivia Coleman with uh, Anthony Hopkins. You know, God, I miss this old dude. <laughs> 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 and having said that, the night was, I, th and I think this is one of those that we predicted. We thought that this could be a big night for for The Crown. Yes. Yeah? Yes. We, we, we said that either it was going to be like a complete 360 where we're like, huh? <laughs> you know, or it was going to be predictably, as we thought, the crown, the crown, the crown. So I'm going to give you the nominees for best performance by an actress in a television series. And then you throw, throw out the winner, right? Got it. So, nominees are Olivia Colman for The Crown, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Emma Corrin, The Crown, Laura Linney, Ozark, and Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. And the winner on that one was Emma Corrin. Yes. Yes. I, I kind of got this one. Yes, you certainly did. Yeah. And I think... I think that uh, it seemed to have surprised some people, maybe. But I think that she, you know, with her performance, it's uh, so much buzz around her performance and, and how good she is. Uh, I think it was probably pretty well deserved on her part. <laughs> um, I know that she was able to uh, get a, a lot of... Um, of the the mannerisms and the the way of talking and and that sort of thing down and uh, so uh, yeah the the crown had a the crown had a good night the crown had a good night and but I'm happy for the youngsters you know what I yeah. mean like yeah. Olivia Coleman Helena Bonham Carter all of these people Tobias Menzies these people have won everything in the book and. These these younger actors they're coming up and they're, they're they're first of all the unfairness of being of having to be the some of the best actors around some of the greatest actors of their time. It's very true. <laughs> it's very very true. It's an amazing thing. Like if I were Emma Corrin, you know, even if I was playing the best Diana I could. I would pee myself every time I'm in the presence of Olivia Colman. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. To be able to put on such a, an enormously great performance with, as you said, some of the greatest actors of our time, that that that's impressive in itself. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am, you know, I'm I'm happy for 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 Emma Corrin and. I don't know why they're stopping the crown, though. You know what I mean? But I think there's so much more to go that 
Yeah, the queen's not dead yet. They need to keep rolling. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we got Prince Philip that is almost like one foot over there and one foot over here. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would I say mean, one foot in the grave and one foot in a banana peel. <laughs> Damn. I, Prince Philip is 99 years old. Last night I was I was I was thinking about Norman Lear. Norman Lear is ninety eight years old, almost ninety nine, and he he kind of looks like a sixty year old dude though. Yeah, he does. Like, he does. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wearing his age well. <laughs> There's thirty nine years of this guy that you don't know where it's been. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have this weird theory. I think. After a certain age, people just stop aging. No, I agree. <laughs> you know, like the years just go, just fly by. Because like, yep. normally it doesn't look like he's 90. He looks like a very old dude, don't get me wrong. But he doesn't look like he's 99 year old. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. All right then, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do... Best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. This one was good. <laughs> this one was really good. So you have nominees Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Nicholas Holt, The Great, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, and Rami Youssef. Rami. And we had um we had Jason Sudeikis win. I I'm you know what? I was I, I was in my element. I was I was so <laughs> so happy for him because people are going to watch this show now. And when they do, they will realize how good of an actor this guy is. Yeah. You know, I think the biggest challenge here is playing somebody who doesn't know what he's doing, but yet you're still rooting for him. Yeah. Like you don't feel like you don't feel like the position is undeserved, and you feel like this guy can get something out of of this of this team. So, for to to put it in context, Jason Sudeikis plays in American football lower league American football coach who gets hired to manage an English Premier League team. So if, you, if you're not familiar, the English Premier League is, is one of the most, if not the most prestigious soccer league in the world. And so think about the reaction of the press, the fans, and everybody else, including ESPN, when they are this dude who has no idea, has never played soccer, has never coached soccer to coach an English Premier League team. And the show is hilarious. The show is poignant. And it, it, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And the character that Jason Sudeikis plays, at times when I was watching it, I would come. I was like, this is like a human SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> you know that annoying positivity, positive attitude that SpongeBob has. That you like, dude. Just get angry once, you know. Just do me a favor. Just say shit one day. <laughs> you know, nothing. <laughs> But but it is a fantastic thing, and I'm I'm so glad that he won this one. Um, I did read that a lot of people were surprised by the win of this one. I, I, I they they didn't seem to think that the show was um, popular enough. Um, not that it wasn't good enough, but just that it really didn't seem to be something that um, would interest American audiences, which I think is a shame and a disservice. But uh, I know his acceptance speech was 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 a bit 
was a bit something else, and uh, the the, the tie dye outfit was 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 kind of cute. It was kind of like you know this is this is all of us right now, really. We're, we're all, <laughs> this is how we're all sitting here watching it. So why not? <laughs> and there were people who were actually offended. Like I read that there were people who were offended. Like how could he not dress up? I'm like, <laughs> shit, I'm home, man. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like most most of the people that would look like they were all dressed up except for the women, but most of the dudes they were all of them were done on docking anyway. So oh, yeah. don't give me that oh, yeah. crap. 100%. <laughs> you know. I mean Jason uh John Boyega showed that he was wearing like like a like a pantsuit and shit when <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he, he forget it. The whole idea of that the, the please spare me the formalities and stuff. Plus Everybody's looking for the for the tie dye thing <laughs> anyway. I'd be like, where can I get this? <laughs> uh, well, if there's some Etsy shop or uh, or whatever, it's it's blowing up like Bernie's mittens. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I I think there's a mistake here that the American audience is making with this show, and it's that um, right now you're hearing my clock. Which always goes on in the middle of 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 a broadcast, it does. and then you are also hearing my puppy, the uh, Milo, who now has decided that he can't be upstairs, he can't be downstairs, he has to be going up and down the stairs. So <laughs> there's all that going on. <laughs> so right, so bear with, bear with me if you hear more noises and stuff. But <laughs> what I was saying is, you know. I, I think American audience are treating this show, Ted Lasso, like with the same thing that we do with foreign language movies. Is that the barrier for me is that I have to read subtitles. <laughs> and in this case, people will be like, I'm not interested in soccer, so I'm not going to watch this. That's dumb. That, that, that's, that's just a dumb thing to attitude to take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I personally am not interested in in any sports whatsoever, but I can appreciate I can appreciate a show about sports. I mean, I like the movie, for example, it's an old movie, but the movie Rudy. I don't know anything about football, but I I, I love the movie Rudy. That's that's it's an adorable little movie. So I I don't know anything about soccer. I don't know anything about American football, but I, I certainly, that's not going to be something that keeps me from watching it just because I don't know anything about. No, I mean, look, I, I will watch any, any, like, do I want to watch a thriller about snooker? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can they make, can they make something interesting about coaching that? I don't know. Well, I will, I will watch it. I'm like, let me see what this is all about. Because this is it precisely what happened with the Queen's Gambit, isn't it? Yes. Right? Yes, I mean, it there is. There you go. It is. There you go. Very, very much. There's a direct correlation there. You got it. I mean, how... how like The Queen's Gambit. Let me just, just see what's going on here. Oh, well, this thing is interesting. But you just, you just have to watch it. And some people just got to go ahead and... You know, freaking get Apple Plus. It's it's not bad. Yeah. Actually, what you know, they they have a good eye for for good stuff. They, they've their their the quality of their series and shows so far. I'm I'm not hating on them. I tell you that. So, do you wanna go on here and do? Best television series, musical, or comedy. I have the nominees for you. All right? Okay. Nominees for best television series, musical, or comedy. Emily in Paris. Netflix. The Flight Attendant. HBO Max. The Great. Hulu. Schitt's Creek. CBC. And Ted Lasso. Apple TV+. Plus. So this is one that Schitt's Creek took. Yeah, I still, I still can't take them seriously with the whole nominating Emily in Paris thing. And I can't. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, really, I don't know. I, 
what did they see in this show that, you know, what exactly did they see? Because the show is, I'm sorry, Emily in Paris is garbage. It's absolute bloody garbage, and so is Bridgerton. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that you're watching garbage. I'm just saying that they're garbage. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Well, I mean, you know, when we talked about it, they didn't even understand why they were nominated. <laughs> the people behind the show. So I. I... Uh, really? Us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sure it was a typo or? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on. Shit's Creek won this one, and y'all know how I feel about Shit's Creek, about uh, This Is Us, you know, about a lot of shows that are like, yeah, everybody, yeah. I'm like, no, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll pass, a hard pass for me. <laughs> that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. <laughs> right, so let's go with best performance by an actor in a television series or drama. Jason Bateman, Ozark, Josh O'Connor, The Crown, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Al Pacino, Hunters, Matthew Reese, Perry Mason. And the winner on this one was Josh O'Connor, which was, I have to say, a surprise for me. Not that he did I was surprised too. But I was surprised. Jojo, you and I both, because, like I say, uh, as you said, it's not like he didn't deserve it. Yeah. But he was in the midst of a bunch of heavy hitters. And I, I don't know, man. You know, Pacino in Hunters. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I love, I love uh, uh, Josh O'Connor. But Pacino in Hunters, he was absolutely blinding. And I, I honestly thought it would be him too, based on his performance, based on his his background, based on you know who he is. I'm, I'm like, it's going to be Pacino and or, or um, oh. Matthew Reese. Yes, yes. You know, yes. I mean, Bob Odenkirk almost never wins, but he gets nominated a lot. So yeah. he's, you know, that's. You know, I wasn't expecting this time they're going to write, you know what? Let's give it to Bob. Let's give it to Bob. <laughs> Bob deserves it this time. I wasn't expecting any of that. Having said that, you're right, Jojo. I was like, you know, and I think that's when Pacino decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to sit here and sleep. <laughs> 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 My dude, what? My dude went to sleep, man. He was like just dozing. <laughs> yeah, that was dope, man. I was like, I, I don't know. You kind of like can't blame him. I probably would have like fallen asleep too by that point too, because it would have been like, okay, so I didn't win, and I still have to be on camera. I'm not really around anybody, and I have to keep you know, myself on and happy for. And no, I'm just gonna. Go yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead. And- Good night. Yeah, if, if they need me, they can call me. Right, exactly. Send me a text or some shit. <laughs> Say my name really loud three times. I'll wake up. <laughs> but but here's the thing. I, I Again, I'm super happy for Joshua Connor. Yes. Because you remember I, 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 was, I was really, really gushing over his performance as, uh, as Prince Charles. Yes. And... He was introduced in The Crown last season, and he wasn't nominated for anything. And I still thought back then that he was doing a hell of a job. So kudos to him for winning this one. And uh, But yeah, man, I, I, I think Pacino should have taken it. Pacino should have taken it. I'm just saying. Let's move on to Best Motion Picture Foreign Language. And I know that you've got a bit of a quarrel with that one, innit? <laughs> I do a little bit, yeah. 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 So, Best Motion Picture for Foreign Language, another round with uh, Samuel Goldwyn. 
La Llorona, Shudder, The Life Ahead, Netflix, Minari, and uh, Two of Us. And the winner was Minari. Yes, Minari. A movie that is as American as Apple Pie in terms of telling a story of Americans in America. Yes. <laughs> Newly arrived, but Americans in America. Yes. Because this is the land of all of us. But somehow it ended up being a foreign language movie. Yes. And, and, I, and I also think that that is a disservice to the other one, the other films that were nominated because I feel like it was almost a shoe-in to win in, in the yeah. case of, of, of its pedigree being so American. It should have been up against, if it was going to be nominated, it should have been up against any other American movie. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well, but just in the sense of, of, I don't know, of prejudices and that sort of thing. I, I just feel like it, it, it should have been, I don't know. I think, I think it was a disservice to Minari and a disservice to the other films that were nominated. I'm, I'm with you because here's another thing that one has to think of is this movie is an American story made in America but say 80% of it is, is, is Korean uh, spoken. There is no official language in America. Yeah. The United States does not have an official language. So are we saying that an American movie, as long as it's not, it's not made in English, is therefore a foreign language movie? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I, the Golden Globes needs to do some work on on their nomination rules in that category, in my opinion. If it's going to be, I, I don't know that it should be foreign language, but should be foreign produced or or, or foreign, you know. A, a, it's it's a French movie that came from France, even if they speak right. English for all of it. But it was produced, it was it was written, it was directed, it was it was. Uh, it's a French movie to me. That's what right. makes a movie. Foreign. Uh, foreign, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So if you looked at a series like Lupin, for instance, that's a foreign language or foreign movie. And I, I'm more comfortable with the whole, with international as opposed to, because... Interna yeah, international is uh, a better term, I agree. Right, because like when you labeled it for foreign language, you are sort of like justifying, if you will, why it should be in a certain category even though it's an American movie made in America. But Minari won, and deservedly so. Have you been able to watch it, Jojo? I, I have not been able to watch it yet, no. Okay. No, I've, I've only heard fabulous things about it, though. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, you know, people have high praises for it, and, you know, it, it, it deserves... It, it deserves the win. We just have... A little bit of a, with the, right? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it. <laughs> so, best television series, drama, were The Crown, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. I remember when we did our nomination prediction show, you, <laughs> you kind of were surprised that The Mandalorian was even nominated. I was. Uh, I was very surprised. And then and not because it's a bad show, just because it just isn't, to me, it's not in the caliber of Golden Globes and of what <laughs> what else was, was, was nominated. I don't know. Yeah. The Crown won, but I think we were really pulling for Lovecraft Country. Yeah. We were happy with the nomination for Lovecraft Country, and we thought that it had done well enough to 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 pull a win. But this that that was last night was the night for the crown, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, that's that seems to happen every so often. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna throw the nominees for best actress in a supporting role in a motion, in any motion picture, Jojo. 
and hopefully you've got the the winner. Okay. So, best actress in a sporting role in a, in any motion picture, you have Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Colman, The Father, Judy Foster, The Mauritanian, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, Helena Zengel, News of the World. And... Uh, Foster took this one. The Mauritanian. Yeah. I uh, I read something about the Mauritanian, and it it, it it turns out to be quite interesting. So I have to find that movie and watch it. But it it is it has something to do with a prisoner in Guantanamo. Okay. There's very good buzz about it. And the fact that you, and we know that Jodie Foster has this pedigree. When she wins, it's because she, she's done the work. Yeah. So, so I've heard good thing about it, and I want to I wanna see this one. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series, a motion picture made for television. And in that, we have Gillian Anderson, The Crown, Helena Bonham Carter, The Crown, Julia Garner, Ozark, and Cynthia Nixon, Ratched. And I have the Gillian Anderson ticket for The Crown. Yeah. Which I you know remember, makes you, very happy. you remember, you remember how I talked about Gillian Anderson yes. playing the best toucher I've seen anyone play. Yes, you know, yes. and and she she got it. She got that character, man. And yeah, I'm 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 good with that one. I'm good with that one. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I knew that one would make you happy, and uh, you know, I I I am totally totally uh, excited for her. I think that uh, I think that's a good thing, and uh, I I know that she put in a lot of work and a lot of effort for this. So uh, so yay! <laughs> All right, and the next one also made me happy. So we'll talk about this a bit. Best performance by an actress in a limited series of motion picture made for television. <laughs> we have Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America, Daisy Edgar Jones, Normal People, Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Nicole Kidman, The Undoing, and Anya Taylor Joy, The Queen's Gambit. And it was Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> man, man, man. The moment we saw this show and when we talked about it, we thought this girl this girl needs to be winning something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because her performance was absolutely flawless. The show may not have been actually that substantive. It may it probably with another actress the Queen's Gambit might have been absolute shite. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She made the show. Yeah, she did. <laughs> you know. She did with her very, I want to say, like ortho, unorthodox looks. You know, sort of. Not that performance is totally based on looks or anything, but it is is an important part of it. And she she brought so much to the role of of such a strange character. Yeah. That she 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 was brilliant, so it was a good win. And by the way, this this is this, this is what did we say? She was born in nineteen ninety five, so she's what a twenty five year old, almost twenty six year old actress. She was nominated twice, by the way, yes. for two different things. So yes. so this is someone with a lot of potential here, uh, and and so nominated for. Two nominations and to win one of them, that's not bad. No, not bad at all. No, that's that's something you can write mom, write home to mom about. <laughs> yeah, like mama made it. 
And I'm like, yeah, I see you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so let's move on to best television limited series or motion picture made for television. I don't know. What? Best television limited series or motion picture made for television. Is that? You can tell this is a bunch of people whose English is the second language to them. <laughs> what are they talking about here? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but this is <laughs> best television, limited series, or motion picture made for television. <laughs> it's a lot of television. Film, a lot of that's all I'm saying. It's a lot of TV. <laughs> all right, so... The nominees are Normal People, that's on Hulu and BBC, The Queen's Gambit, Netflix, Small Axe, Amazon Studios, BBC, The Undoing, HBO, and Unorthodox, Netflix. And The Queen's Gambit took it. Yeah. I knew you would be so excited about it. I'm like, ah, Graham's happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This little show right there was was something else. And the, the reason I enjoyed the most about the show is the fact that it was incredibly unceremonious and, and not a lot of who hurrahs were, were made about it. Like Netflix just threw it in there. I don't think Netflix expected this show to 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 be a success. I don't know that they, they expected that to happen. I, I don't think they did either. I think that they were like, oh, let's do one of those little side projects that we do every so often and, you know, it'll it'll just fade away or whatever. And then suddenly it exploded and they were like, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> but, you know, these television people, sometimes you have to question their their expertise because I read not too long ago that Disney was the the most surprise of all of all of us with the success of the Lion King with the really? original Lion King really yes and they actually spent the least amount of money they could making this movie because they they didn't have faith in it. I think the project that they were working on, with, with they were pour, pouring all the money on, actually was a flop in comparison to The Lion King. And, and I'm like, how could you make this movie, watch it, before distributing it and say, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a success. I mean, The Lion King was one of the most beautiful cartoon movies ever made i mean at this yeah. point it's it's iconic i mean you know I, yeah. you know there's kids that are all grown up now that that was their favorite movie and is still their favorite movie so yeah yeah the executives i think sometimes need a, a, a reality check you're like are you sure you are you sure this is your job are you sure you do not you just you don't just have this position because you're white <laughs> you're a white dude <laughs> <laughs> you know you're white and male <laughs> you know because like i i don't get it i, I don't get it <laughs> no i i don't i don't either that one's baffling to me yeah yeah so <laughs> the queen's gambit one best television limited series all motion picture made for television and we like that we, we're okay with that aren't we yes, George? yes. right so let us then move on to best actor in a motion picture drama. We have Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Marini's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Oldman, Mank, and Tahar Rahim, uh, The Mauritanian. This was taken by Chadwick Boseman, which I, I, I don't think was a surprise at all. It wasn't a surprise, and unless you haven't watched Maureen's Black Bottom, you don't know why Chadwick is winning this one. But I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with the fact that he died, that this was his last movie, nothing to do. 
Chadwick Boseman was absolutely fantastic in this movie. And the truth is, I actually didn't know that he was like one of like he was the main actor. I thought this was a supporting role. Yeah, I I, I actually didn't know that either. I thought it was a supporting role too. Yeah, I'm surprised to see that he was nominated as best actor. But I thought it was a supporting role. I'm like, that was one of the most best supporting role ever. And no, there you go. It's, yeah. Right. So moving on, we are going to best director. And we have Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Regina King, One Night in Miami, and Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman. I think we thought that even though, well, one, two, even the one, two, three, three women were nominated Best Director, we thought that most likely it was going to go to to Aaron Sorkin. But at the same time, though, when we did the nomination show. I personally had not seen Nomadland. And after seeing it, I can see exactly why Chloe Zhao won this one. Jojo, this is a this is a hell of a movie. I, I need I need to see it and I'm 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 happy that um that a a woman director won. I'm happy that um as much as I enjoyed the movie The Trial of the Chicago Seven, I um, am happy that Aaron Sorkin didn't win because you know he's he's had his, <laughs> and, yeah. and he won in another category, and yeah. it it just uh, it's it's time to to move on and recognize recognize other people, um, you know, people of other genders, other other skin tones. Um, just, yeah, just it's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was here clapping, and my wife was upstairs. She was like, "Nobody can hear you." Clap. <laughs> and I'm like, "What is this all about?" I'm downstairs by myself in my studio. I have a TV right here, and I was watching it from here because I was live tweeting the whole thing, right? And you know, she's upstairs doing laundry or whatever. And I'm, you know, I think I'm like I, I'm I'm my own little world. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all I hear is that, you know, no one can hear you, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm just like, can a brother just clap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, man? <laughs> uh, all right. So, best motion picture. This one was a surprise for me, John <laughs> This one was a surprise for me. I understand the nomination, but I'm still trying to figure out the win, right? Best motion picture, musical or comedy, Borat, subsequent movie film, Hamilton, music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. I, 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 Borat is, is what won, and I would have sworn it would be Hamilton. I... Yeah. If I was a betting person, I would have bet money on Hamilton. I look, that one was, I think, for me, the surprise of the night. Yeah. The surprise of the night. Because, yes, I mean, you have to understand what goes on in filming a movie like Borat. This is a dude who lives in character for about three years and creates puts himself in situations that could easily get him killed could easily get some of his crews killed and and it's it's an incredibly controversial thing <laughs> what he does i get that but best motion picture musical or comedy i don't know like I'm I'm not saying it's wrong. No, I'm just saying I'm I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted. Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not like mad about it or anything. I just <laughs> am, am I, I'm very surprised. That's amazing. I'm like, yo, what just happened here? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What just happened? You know. 
But congratulations to uh, to Borat and Sasha Baron Cohen. You know. Yep. Let's let's move move on to to the next category also. Best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy: Sasha Baron Cohen, James Corden, Lin Manuel Miranda, Dev Patel, and Andy Samberg. I have to say, the entire category, all of the nominees, except for Sasha Baron Cohen, actually were kind of light, lightweight, in comparison to the work of Sasha Baron Cohen. So, I, I, him winning this one for me is a no-brainer. What do you think? I I actually was surprised. I I thought Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. I thought he would win. I just, you think so? I, because I was expecting Hamilton to win, so I figured it would kind of go hand in hand. So I guess it makes sense that he would win for Borat because Borat won. So that that makes sense. But I I just I was just expecting Hamilton to win. So I think. Do I you know what? I think it doesn't seem to me as though Hollywood is really happy about the pluvies. You know, the play. <laughs> I just learned that one <laughs> last night with Amy and Tina. <laughs> the play is turned in movie. And the other thing I, 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 I think the HFPA might have not taken into consideration is the fact that, you know, You've seen, we've seen plays like Marini's Black Bottom in One Night in Miami that have been adapted into movies, even though they still have the bad drop of, of a play. Yes. Like you can tell that there were plays that have been adapted to movies because of the lack of different locations and thing, things of that nature and perhaps the way the dialogues go. But what just happened here with Hamilton is that they just set up a bunch of cameras yes. and, and on a live play. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if the HFPA sort of like thought, yeah, that it came out as a movie, but it wasn't a movie or something, yeah. you know. But in terms of if you were, like I can understand why it wouldn't win Best Motion Picture. But in terms of, of best actor, I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda was acting, you know. So, yeah, he was deserved, and, and he could have won. But Sasha took it, man. Maybe, and maybe some of that was for some things that he should have been nominated for that, that he hasn't been, because he's done, you know, he's done so much more than, than yeah. we're at, and not... not Nothing against Borat. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying, but that's his most known character. But he has done so much other work that is so fabulous that maybe this was kind of a a nod to that as well. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, still nobody has mentioned his work on The Spy. <laughs> right. I mean, right. That's, come on. That's that's the one I was, was in my head was The Spy. It was was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And then we move on to Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. So we have Andra Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. And Andra Day for The United States versus Billie Holiday took that one. This one was slightly surprising to me. This one was slightly surprising to me because, uh, you know, I, I probably will have to watch The United States versus Billie Holiday. And I could have watched it before the, the Golden Globes. But again, it's on Hulu. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know the deal with Hulu. Yes. So, to be honest, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't judge the work of Andra Day playing Billie Holiday. I, I don't know that for a fact. But clearly she's fantastic, right? Yes. The problem is she's nominated next to Frances McDormand. Yes. And I'm telling you, dude, 
I am telling you, Jocelyn, uh, that was amazing. That performance by Francis McDormand. That was insane. That was insane. That was insane. So, um, I'll get back to you when I finally <laughs> see Billie Holiday. You know, what are you saying? I yeah I um I don't remember who we had sort of picked for the last when 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 we talked when we talked about the nominees but um I, I don't really think that that the winner was on our radar I think I expected Francis Francis McDormand to win even without having seen um, Nomadland because uh, she's almost always so good in what she does and. Um, especially if it's sort of a challenging performance yeah. Yeah. and the, the, the movie seemed like it would be a, a challenging role. So, uh, yeah, I, I, she, she must've done an unbelievable job in, in the United States versus Billy, Billy holiday. Yeah. Yeah. One thing you can always count on Francis McDormand is to be good at playing a crazy person <laughs> or somebody that is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, so she puts on a performance there like, like no one else. Then finally, we get to best motion picture drama. And the nominees were The Father, Mank, No Man Land, Promising Young Woman, and The Child of the Chicago 7. And... Of course, the winner was Nomadland. Yes. I'm kind of glad that Mang didn't get anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I was expecting it to get more because of how much Hollywood loves Hollywood. Um, yes. So I, I, it didn't, I don't think it won anything at all as far as I'm aware. And if it did, it, must, it was maybe a smaller technical award or something. But yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen Nomadland, but obviously we need to. I need to get on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna get on watching The Father, and Promising Young Woman. I have to figure out what this one is all about too. You know, um, they they show a little trailer of it and everything, but still with the trailer, I couldn't. I, I wasn't able to figure to quite figure it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. True. But I think the right movie won Best Motion Picture Drama. Nomadland, I can, I, I, I can say that is, it was overall the best movie. I, I don't know about the, I, the Father seems to be an absolutely riveting movie. But if you had, if I have to compare all of them, Maybe Nomadland indeed comes on top. I'm not. I'm not an expert. The people in the HFPA, they claim to be the experts, so <laughs> we'll give them that one. There were a lot of great, great movies and series that we talked about that weren't there, that weren't even nominated, that were completely overlooked. Yes, we have. Issued those grievances. Yes. And, you know, hopefully they'll do better next time. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. What do you think of the bicostal hosting? I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really have a problem with it. It seemed to work pretty well. They they, they play off each other very well, whether they're uh, physically next to each other or, or virtually next to each other, so... Yeah, yeah. But I do think that the the comedy bits uh, kind of fell short. Uh, not in the monologue part, but rather on the pre-recorded or or the impromptu things like that that bit with with Keenan <laughs> with Keenan and Maya Rudolph. Yeah. I was like, what are they doing? This is not funny anymore. Like, it, it stopped being funny since they got on stage. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was like it started out not funny and never found anything laughable. I just was, I don't know. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. 
it never made me. Yeah. I, I was sort of embarrassed for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the, the one with, you know, them talking to the doctors and stuff. <laughs> 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 you you have the the Thatcher. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was great. That yeah. that was great. That was funny. Yeah. But I think overall, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready for live shows. I'm ready for live award shows. Yeah. I know that this situation we're in, this is what we have. This is what we have to do. But. I miss it, yeah. and uh, I don't think they're as good. No matter who you you get to host, I don't think they're as good. Yeah, I I agree. I just I don't think there's as much. Um, I don't know. Is electricity electricity the right word? Or, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just not. It's a little flat. It's a little, little not enough. So. What do you expect from the Oscars, which should be next? I mean, typically, supposedly, you know, anything that had a good run in the Golden Globe will probably have a good run in the Oscar. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what to expect at this point. I, I think I think that as, uh, assertion is kind of falling flat. Like I think so. I think this year is going to be different. I I think that maybe that may have been true in some past years, but I feel like this yeah. year is going to be different. I hope this year is different mm. for some things. Fantastic. Well, Jojo, we've done it. I mean, we've talked about the Golden Globes uh, twice this year. In yeah. this time, we didn't whine about the show, our shows that that didn't make it or whatever. Yeah, we we, we self edited. Good for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on social media. That will be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also the Pinterest. You can find Jocelyn online on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. And me, you'll find me as Mr. Putzetta. That's M R P U. Z-Z-E T-T-A So here's the thing Me Jocelyn We are gonna say goodbye now Thank you very much for watching And we'll see you Next time folks Thank you Thank you (laughs) Thank you for listening To Kicking and Streaming Podcast If you found value In our content Please subscribe and share We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group.